And uh, yes, I'm back from vacation. Welcome back, Kevin. I think I did an adequate job holding the fort down while you're gone. Well, nothing burned down, so. No, we didn't get any complaints or angry texts. That's because they did it behind your back. That's yeah. That's, that's okay, though. That's usually how it happens. <laughs> People forget that, like, when we come back, we can read the texts. You uh-huh. know, like, sometimes I'll come back and whoever's filling in, I'll have messages like, this person should always be the morning show guy. Or, oh, nobody said that. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I expected that for you because you're just that good. I'm so good at what I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's why uh, they brought me over here. That's right. That's why I brought you over here. I made sure it happened, too. <laughs> Threaten people. But um, we were talking earlier in the show about how when I was a kid, I was given a penny as a consolation prize, and I just ate the penny. <laughs> First off, what a crappy consolation prize. <laughs> right. So maybe you did it in defiance. Like, like really? Like, I lost a coloring counter, like a drawing contest at the zoo. My brother won, so he got a prize, and I didn't. And to make me feel better, my mom gave me a penny. A penny? And I ate it immediately. I swallowed it, and uh, yeah, um, just immediately. Yeah. So... My question out to the lovely listener was, uh, what did you swallow when you were a kid? Thank you for uh, resisting the pervy answers. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we got we got a few. A guy was uh, texting in earlier saying he ate one of the silicone things that's inside the uh, beef jerky <laughs> to keep it dry. Yeah, you can't eat that. It says do not eat right on it. Literally. But he says he was a kid. You know, somebody else texted in on the text line that their grandfather was in the Navy uh, in the 60s and brought back a vial of water from Antarctica, especially like very special water. And uh, yeah, they drank it. They swallowed See, it. See, that would be tempting for me to drink too. Like if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, I bet that's super cold. A better story would have been if you just swallowed the vial and not drank the water. Oh, right. Like if you just swallowed the whole thing. That's the kind of stuff we're kind of looking for here. But special water from Antarctica. Something you're not meant to swallow. What did you swallow? We got some answers on our Facebook post. Well, a lot of change here, Kevin. Change? Uh, yeah. Change. Yeah. A Lego. Oh, that's got to hurt. Uh, and Fernando just says candy, lots and lots of candy. <laughs> okay. Okay. But well that's, you're supposed to swallow that. Uh, Karen said, uh, her sister shoved crayons up her nose twice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the smell of wax. Well, you know, you, you want to smell it, I suppose. Crayons smell good. Crayons do, some of them do. Yeah. I like the smell of a good, like a freshly opened box of crayons. Or markers. Well, you're not supposed to smell markers. No. Do you say crayon or crayon? I say crayon. You're a crayon guy? I'm a crayon guy. Yeah. I kind of is switch, it crayon? I kind of switch back and forth. I believe it's crayon. Yeah. Because hmm. the, the the product is not Crayola. It's Crayola. <laughs> yeah. I just say crayon. But anyway, uh, Layton chiming in. It's actually, it's actually my sister-in-law. Oh. Uh, my brother swallowed the metal ball bearing marble from Mousetrap. The game. Oh. Says that one was expensive for mom. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a hospital visit. Were you there for it? No, I mean, no, that was, that was probably before she was married. You know, let's family. talk about how crappy Mousetrap is of a game. That looks exciting on the box and the commercial made it look good. You gotta it's a, set it all up. You gotta set it up. It's a boring game. <laughs> the whole point is at the end when the little thing falls down, you know, the little cage. Yeah. But that takes forever to get to. Right. It's Well, you know, it's cool to watch it all go down, though, if yeah. you set it up right. After you play for like an hour. Right. And it takes too long to set it back up once the thing goes down. Right. Right. You gotta set it all back up again. Yeah. What a, what a ripoff game. Mm-hmm. Just a thief of time. That's all it is. That's all it is. And a thief of joy. <laughs> what did you swallow when you were a kid? Yeah, we got Penny. Um, a lot of change. <laughs> People are eating change out there. Um, I'm not sure how this applies to our post, but uh, I used to try and spin my grandma's brass plate with my feet and dropped it on my face a few times. Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds uh, fun. This post has turned into what dumb thing did you do when you were a kid? Pretty much. And that's fine. Lenny, half a joint. <laughs> 
when I saw the cops behind me with their lights on. The only problem was they were just going around me to go get someone else. Ah, whoops. <laughs> well, he freaked out, got a little paranoid there. <laughs> yeah, eat it all, man. Eat it all. Oh, wait, no, wait, don't eat those, man. Remember that, Cheech and Chuck? I do. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, don't eat that, man. Dude. You just ate the most ass that I've ever seen anyone eat. He was not here, man. Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. Imagine how funny they would have been if they didn't do drugs. Mm-hmm. From the office. Oh, yeah. That's from the office. That's not much. Just get out of here. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll press the thing. 104.9. We're going to show this world a thing or two. The Morning uh, X. studio is my good friend, Chelsea. Good morning, Chelsea. Hey, good morning. What's going on? It would help you if I uh, if I turned your microphone on there. You know what? Some things will never change. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm over here now. It's a new station. I'm learning like a new board, and I don't know how things work over here. So uh, I'm learning as we go. Kevin's out today, So, uh, and your partner's out today as well, right? Yeah, so uh, my co-host host is out. Matt's co-host is out. I'm like, you know what? Let's uh, get the band back together. Yeah, we're cheating on our co-hosts. We're like that couple on Good Morning America. Except, except we're not sleeping together. No, we're not. <laughs> I, I, I swing the same way as Matt, so. <laughs> you sure do. Hey, let's do uh, some good news, Chelsea. That is good news. All right. It is time uh, for some good news. And we can all use good news. Especially... Uh, in this day and age. So, let's see what's going on in the world of good news. I had a story. Here we go. <laughs> you see what's happening right now? Okay. A restaurant in Oakland, California called Horn Barbecue got destroyed by a fire last week. But the owners still held their annual giveaway and handed out 150 Thanksgiving turkeys. People online have donated $100,000 to help rebuild it as well. If you want to help, there's a GoFundMe called Horn Barbecue Fire Restoration. I love that. Even though they were already going through a crisis, they were still giving out to people, you know, that were suffering. So I love that. Yeah, I do too. It's, it is the time of the season when people are more generous with each other. Yeah. So there's a good news story right there. Um, okay, so I saw this. This is pretty cool. So a cashier in Michigan um, accidentally sold a guy 10 sets of lottery numbers just instead of one. So he went into this gas station. He's like, hey, let me get one lottery ticket. And the woman's like, uh, I accidentally printed off 10 sets. So instead of, you know, the guy turning it down, he said, no problem. I'll, I'll take them all. So guess what happened? The ninth set of numbers won him $25,000 a year for life. He actually lumped for the lump sum of $390,000. Um, but can you imagine, like, you just accidentally get an extra eight sets of lottery tickets and then you end up winning $25,000 for life? I know. And if it was me, I know exactly what I would have done. I would have been like, no, I don't want them. Just yep. give me the one. And then the next day, you would have been a winner. And then, so <laughs> this guy wins $25,000 for not just for one time, for life. Okay, now, if that's you and that happened, would you have opted to just take all 10? I think I would have probably taken all of the lottery tickets just because, like, okay, it was an accident. Maybe this was meant to be. Yeah. And, okay, so would you feel obligated to give him maybe a cut of the money? Like, I would go back and bring him some tacos or something. <laughs> just, just tacos? Yeah. You, no, was, no cash, just tacos. Listen, it was this gas station clerk's mistake for printing off the tickets in the first place. So, yeah, I'll give him some tacos. I guess 
you don't owe him anything. I, yeah, I don't owe him anything. He's the one that messed up anyways. He messed up. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have given him maybe like a thousand bucks out of the, you you're, know. You're too nice. You, you're like, here's some tacos. Nope, I'm like, here's some tacos. Everybody loves tacos. Everybody loves tacos. And finally, here's a good news story, Chelsea. And this one uh, is a real good one. Um, I, uh, it's out of Cincinnati. Uh, there was a girl who got sent to the principal's office in sixth grade. And it changed her life forever. Uh, her name was Raven Whitaker Smith. Uh, at lunchtime, she threw a cup of yogurt at somebody at lunch. Okay. Acting out, right? So her principal asked her, uh, how'd she behave in a restaurant? W- would you do that in a restaurant? How right. can you act like that? She said uh, she doesn't know because she'd never been to one. <gasps> she um, she grew up in foster care, and everything changed after that because her principal decided to adopt her. And here's the audio. She said that she had thrown a cup of yogurt at lunch. And uh, I asked, well, if you were out at a restaurant, would you do that there? And I was like, I've never really been to a restaurant. I don't really have a family. I'm in a group home. They say that a mother falls in love with a child at first sight. And I can remember Raven walking into that room that day, that scared little kid. And I just knew in my heart, this is what's supposed to be. The same weekend, we went and painted the room my favorite color, teal. I just like knew that everything happens for a reason. Oh, it's just like the blind side. <laughs> yeah, so then later she'll grow up to sue both of them. <laughs> that guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. And as always, your tool of the day is powered by Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street. And no, it is still not Matt Hall. Well, not yet, but <laughs> one day it may be me. I mean, when I'm far away from here. And Someday we'll read decisions. about it. Yeah. Someday it'll be like local radio personality. Well, whatever it's going to be involving me, it'll be nudity. <laughs> so just know. It'll be naked time for Matt. Naked man runs through something. This one took place in Indiana, so if you were not in Indiana recently, Matt, this is not you. There's more than corn in Indiana. Yes, there is. 32-year-old Christopher Boyd. Uh, He was in a car that was pulled over for having an obstructed license plate. He was patted down and found to be in possession of narcotics. He told the cops that the narcotics were painkillers that he got from his aunt, and he was taking them because he has a bullet lodged in his spine. Hmm. Seems like a legit reason to take painkillers. Yeah. Uh, he was handcuffed and searched again as he was being placed in a cruiser, but he, he refused to spread his legs because he told the cops he couldn't spread his legs because of his spine injury. Now, officers noted that he seemed to tighten up his buttocks when they moved him, <laughs> when they moved up his legs and asked if he was hiding anything. He tightened his buttocks. <laughs> he said that he wasn't, but when he arrived at the police station, officers noted he was walking with a limp and suspected he was hiding something in his cheeks. So they ordered a strip search, and that's when they discovered in his bum. What did they find, Matt? A gerbil. <laughs> no, no, not a gerbil, not a living thing. Oh, okay. Think inanimate object. Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, maybe some Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> no stuffing up this bum. Uh, no, he. They found a gun in there. Oh. He keistered it, huh? Yeah, yeah. The report didn't specify whether or not the gun was loaded, but I'm going to go ahead and say this is how he ended up with a bullet in his spine. I, you know, I don't know for sure. Oh, but you think it went off? Too, too busy too busy putting guns up his butt. Yeah. I mean, that's not a good place for a gun. I'm not saying that's from this incident, but, you know, if he's got a habit of stuffing guns up there. Also, how do you even get one up there? <laughs> like, you know, I... 
I don't know. You hear some stories, That's, man. That seems like it wouldn't fit. It does seem like that, but then you think of other things, and you're like, oh, maybe it would fit. Who knows? Depends on how big the gun is and the motion in the ocean. You know, I'll just say this. Things aren't meant to go that way. Correct. I agree. <laughs> like, so, that's, some, a part, that's an area of your body that's not meant. Some people like it. Some people like some it. Some people like it, and I, I don't. Stay away from there. That's a, that is a sewer. I don't know what happens back there. I can't see. I try to look in the mirror. I can't see back there. Exit door only. Yeah. Uh, he's an ex-con. Therefore, not allowed to own a gun, so he's been charged with drug, gun, and trafficking offenses and is being held without bond. Okay. <laughs> well, that's definitely tool-like behavior. Absolutely. Don't be a tool like this guy here, but the right tool for your job is at Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street. Go in and see Dave. Visit rockfordretool.com. Take your hand off the knob and put it back in your pants. The Morning X will be right back. Sometimes you get a topic across your desk. Joey Dick just slaps something down. And you're like, we got to talk about this. What's the topic? Um, a list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Uh, the top boring, quote unquote, boring tasks that people actually enjoy. Okay. And let's see if we agree with this list. I want to know who made this list. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Number one. Let's start with, let's start lower. Number 10, yard work. You know, I've always wanted to have a house where I have a yard to mow. So I think I'd like it. Yeah, I'm in on yard work. Uh, yard work is actually uh, kind of nice. You get out of the house, you get some steps in. <laughs> yeah. uh, your neighbor likes to take his shirt off and do his yard work. You yeah. know, you get a tan out old, there. Old no love handles Andy, we call him. <laughs> Go ahead, take that shirt off. Listen, you'll never be Andy, okay? I won't. Just, he, he sets an impossible standard of being a man. He's a true family man. He sure is. He's got it all. Number nine, cooking for your family. I don't mind that. I like, I, I like cooking. I cannot cook. I burn toast. How about number eight, cooking for yourself? Don't enjoy cooking for myself. I can't cook for myself. I, you, you know me, old chicken in the microwave mat, old pizza rolls mat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh -huh. Can't do it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get some like some like Green Chef or a Hello Fresh or something. Those that, are like ninety bucks a, a week or something. But to just try it, and you'll get some, you'll get some experience cooking things. Is what I'm saying. Uh, SpaghettiOs. I'm not saying keep doing it. You know, just yeah. You need some help picking up around the house. Um, I hate. Who enjoys that, though? No one enjoys cleaning. See, this list, by the way, if you're just tuning in, this is a list of things that apparently boring things that people secretly enjoy. Does anybody secretly enjoy cleaning the house? You know what? I will say if I'm like stressed out or worried or freaking out about something, I find that cleaning helps me take out some of that aggression. Sure. Yeah. It gets your blood flowing. Yeah. You're but scrubbing like, the toilet. It's more like the feeling right after you're done cleaning. That's really nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a clean house. I'm in the clean. I'm in the clean house. I just cleaned my bathroom over the weekend, and it's nice. Now my dog can go and pull out every single dog toy and <laughs> scatter it all over the place. It's ruined five minutes later. Yeah, oh yeah, that, and that's you know training. That's training because I'm going to have a toddler uh, before long, and they're going to be doing the same damn oh, get thing. Get ready for Lego house. Oh yeah, I love dude. If the kid wants to play Legos, I'll play Legos all day. Mm -hmm. uh, vacuuming. It's this it goes around with cleaning, uh, doing dishes. That goes along with cleaning. Yeah. Laundry. Does anybody say yes? It's laundry day? Not me, because I have to go to the laundromat, <laughs> which is the worst place on earth, where the worst people go. Hey, you know, if you have to go to the laundromat, it's you terrible. have to go to the laundromat. It's the, I hate it. It is the it's dirty. It's Matt, disgusting. you're saying the worst people have to go there, but you go I there. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm one of them. Are you calling yourself? Yes. Is that what you're saying about yourself, It's too? not a fun place to go. I thought maybe you were pointing fingers and forgetting that there were three pointing back at you. No, we're all terrible people <laughs> who are at the laundromat. It's, I, I don't like it. That's Matt's gang, man. That's Matt's people. I just... Uh, if you have a washer dryer, thank the lucky stars. A list of things that people supposedly enjoy that are boring. Uh, balancing your budget... 
Oh, I don't know. What's a budget? <laughs> That's where you see the money that you have, the money you have coming in, and decide what you can spend. Yeah, it's usually below zero, <laughs> so you can't balance nothing. <laughs> this is, uh, I feel like we're, we're doing a therapy session here for you. Yeah, well, this is how I get around going to a therapist, is you're, I do a radio show. You're getting all your aggression out. I like it. I just um, have to tell my problems to the entire state line, that's all. And I'm sure we've gone over this with you before, but we'll do it again. Uh, number one thing, that boring thing that people secretly enjoy... Uh, shopping for groceries. Sixty-five percent of us say we love it. I was just having this conversation with you. I can't shop. I don't know what to buy. I don't know how to make anything, and I get frustrated at the grocery store just, trying to buy things. Just to recap: How old are you now? I'm in, in my forties. Okay, uh, and and you still don't know how to grocery shop? No, because I don't know how to cook anything. Like I I can buy ingredients, but I don't know how to put them together. Well, right. You're gonna need to figure that out. Yeah. And shopping for one is difficult. I know you live alone. Yes. Um, so you do have to buy smaller amounts of smaller things. Smaller portions. I get, I get that. But but even like, you know you're going to want certain things throughout the week, right? Right. Maybe I'll want fish fillets this week. You buy a bag of fish fillets and you cook those in the oven. That's not that hard. But so you make a list and you go through the aisles and get things that are on your list. It's not that hard. And then I buy the food and then I don't even eat it. Then I'm like, well, McDonald's is having this thing where it's like, you know, two for one. And, and I don't even get to the food I buy. Or I'll buy something and it'll go bad. Stop with the fast food. Stop with that. I have a problem. Wait till you get home and just have a sandwich. Do you ever go to the grocery store, shop, and then go out to eat? Uh, yes, because by the time you're done grocery shopping, it's you're tired and don't want to cook. Because you don't want to cook anything. Well, you, you you don't cook, so that doesn't count for you. No, I don't like anything I bought. You know, I do like pre-made, if there's like pre-made food that I can just toss in the oven and go, that's the way to go. Yeah, okay. I'll get that. But I can't believe you're I can't believe you're in your 40s and you don't know how to grocery shop. I'm just not a good shopper. You, you, like, the, like, There's a difference between being a good shopper and not knowing how to grocery shop. I, at the end of my shopping, I look at my cart and I just go, this is pathetic. What are you, <laughs> there's like toys in there from the toy aisle. It's like, what am I doing? Hey, my car has this hole on this side. What's it for? Yeah. It's like uh, Hot Pockets and an Obi-Wan Kenobi that I bought in the toy aisle. It's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> this, I shouldn't be having this. I Slinky, put, what am I doing? I, there's this box out in front of my house that has all this paper in it. What is this? <laughs> what do I do? Did you finally clean out your mailbox? Oh, I did. I told you. Uh, thank you for the uh, lovely Christmas card, Well, you're Kevin. welcome. How much mail was in it? Uh, it was pretty stuffed. Yeah, like I, I really had to, <laughs> I had to like carry it like in my arms. I had so much mail. In my arms. Like I had to bundle it. Uh, you're, you're the guys in Step Brothers. I am. Shopping for toilet paper. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> that totally is me. In fact, I did that. I ran out of toilet paper on Sunday, and I went and bought a specific pack, a big one, too. Like a big boy. Yeah. I'm like, proud of you. Thank you. I'm, you're coming along. It's Kevin and Matt. Angry, sick people. On 104.9 The Morning X. Uh, but we are taking this time to uh, let you know that we uh, are celebrating literacy today on The Morning X. We uh, are. Being able to read, reading often, writing as well. Uh, Matt, do you read? Uh, not unless there's a free pizza involved. <laughs> local author Gary Hill's on his way in, uh, and he's a local publisher as well, publishes local authors mm -hmm. in his uh, compilations, and they got a new horror-themed Christmas storybook out. Oh, nothing like uh, scaring people and kids for Christmas. Yeah, Holiday Horse. We're going to talk to uh, we're gonna talk to Gary about that coming up here very shortly uh, on the Morning X. Do you so. get that reference I made? The pizza it, reference? I do, yeah. There was, was a, a program called Book It Book back it. in the 80s. Right, right. And you like they didn't test whether you read the books. So you could literally just write down, I read uh, right. Tale of Two Cities. I read <laughs> All it mattered was getting that card punched so you could get your free personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. All like the hardest book, War and Peace. Uh, you put, uh, you know, 
yeah. all quiet on the Western Front. They're like, you're nine. Why are you reading these books? Yeah, and another thing about Pizza Hut. And another thing about Pizza Hut. <laughs> Why do they get rid of the red cups? They don't have the red cups there anymore. They don't? They got rid of the big red cups. Here's my question. Why are you still going into Pizza Hut? <laughs> because <laughs> you can't. I don't think you can. I think it's only carryout now. I don't think they have sit-down Pizza Huts. It used to. The pizza used to be better when there was a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, not just a buffet where they put cardboard with cheese on it out oh, there for you. Don't you hate on the Pizza Hut buffet. Kevin Haas in the studio. We're joking off. <laughs> Lock the door. Close the door. We're joking off in here. Just three bros joking off. What's going on in there? Oh, they leave me alone. What are you joking off? <laughs> Five <laughs> minutes. This is a circle joke. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, so gosh. we've got the topic, and I'll, I'll, it's about Kraft coming out with a vegan version of mac and cheese. Here's my right. joke. Ready? Kraft mac and cheese is introducing mac and not cheese, a vegan version of the classic dish. They've also got a vegan version of their cheese slices called Kraft and Still Singles. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like good? it. Yeah, that's all right. Good punch. Yeah, yeah. bad. All right. What do you got, Matt? You got something? Uh, yeah, Kraft is introducing Mac and Not Cheese, a vegan version of their macaroni and cheese. Next up, Mac and Not Good. <laughs> <laughs> is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Good. I was going to go with something similar and not going to try this, but, um, <laughs> but I beat you to it. Yeah, uh, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese uh, is introducing Mac and Not Cheese. What is this, sandwichcraft? <laughs> you get out. <laughs> guys, Guys, let me, let me repeat it in case you didn't get it. Sandwichcraft. I get it, though. No, I do get it. That's the problem. I get it. <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be comedians in you here. You get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I just, somebody just texted me that they're canceling my show next week. They just heard yeah. this, and they're out. Dad jokes, dad yeah. jokes. I'm sorry, Jerry. Tomorrow night, I don't know. Dad jokes, dad jokes. Oh, Kevin, that was good. That was yeah, good. That's, great. that's joking off. That's that's essentially what we're going to try and do uh, each week. Yeah, well, that was bad. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, each had a punchline. We each had something. We, and, we nailed it. Yeah. Mac but, and not cheese. Yeah. Right, see what it did? Mac and not good. That I like that. Oh, hold, hold not, on, it's Fallon. Good. Oh yeah, you want us? Are you want all three of us? Okay, oh, we're all oh. three head writer. All right, oh, great. perfect. <laughs> How did he know the studio number? That's yeah. awesome. Did you hear? Did you hear about this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, if you, if you liked any of those jokes, please tell us which one. Eight one five eight seven four two one. Text it in. Who had yeah. the best one? Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know what? I, I like you. I like mine, and I like yours. And Kevin's, I laugh because it's bad, and I know that he knew it was bad. That's what makes it funny to me. Well, I stole the original one. You had you. Were, what was your original joke? No, I was just thinking about something similar to you, like, and it's not going to be good. But yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, good. you uh, Mac and not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not bad. The morning X with Kevin and Matt, weekday six to ten on one zero four nine the X. <clears throat> There's another staple of holiday Christmas uh, parties at work that uh, we need to address, and that is Secret Santa. Yeah, I like how all three of us opted out of it. Kevin Haas is here, by the way. Hi, Kevin. I, I did do it the first two years that I was here, and I was very apologetically backing away this year. I was like, am I a Scrooge if I say no? Because I don't. Yeah. We, I think all three of us have, what's the word where you stick together, like, um, for a show of... Uh, Musketeers. Yes. Amigos. <laughs> no. Three no. amigos. Like like a, a show of solidarity? Threesome. Like, oh. Yeah, solidarity. <laughs> threesome, yes. A threesome. Threesome exactly. is the word we're looking for on that one. <laughs> right. So to have a threesome, we all decided <laughs> not to, not to uh, do the Secret Santa this year. We're banding together against it. Right. So don't shame us into doing it around here, people in the office. <laughs> Scrooges. Uh, yeah. We're Scrooges, and that's fine. I will say people did do a good job of my Secret Santa. Like, 
like getting gifts for me in years past, but I don't think I ever did a good job, and that's why I wanted to get out of it. I, I had you last year, Kevin. Do you remember? Yeah, you, you don't got even me. remember. See, yeah, here's what he got me. He got me some Rockford stickers from Rockford Art Deli. <laughs> I put those on my snowboard helmet, which I later crashed and broke my neck in. Matt did uh, it. That's mostly fault. so. It's mostly Matt's fault. Why'd you do it, Matt? Uh, and then um, I forget what else you got me. See, right there is why I don't do Secret Santa. I forgot what you got me because you know why? You don't care. Well, there was a gift card. That's part of the reason. Why. No, I got you some socks. Oh yeah, those were those were decent actually. And a Rockford Art Deli glass. I just went to the Art Deli. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going. Let's rephrase that. Matt found you some socks. I found yeah. you some socks at Kohl's in his top drawer. He was like, "What could I possibly get you that says Rockford?" Oh, let's go to the Rockford. Store. Well, you, you you went all Rockford on Secret Santa last year. Well, Kevin's a Rockford guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's, he's always wearing Rockford stuff. I don't remember what I bought or for who though. Someday you're gonna be mayor. <laughs> mayor. Nope. Mayor. I'm, yeah, I'm going to clean up this town. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can start by sweeping the floor. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, does that make us bad? Are we? Are we like dissenters? No. There's got to be other people. I say we are revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> we are putting an end to pointless office gift giving. Look, I have a great yeah. What we hate is being nice. Yeah, <laughs> I have a great excuse. My wife said no. Is your really? your wife on this one? How is that her fault? Yeah, my wife uh, said no also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just cheating. To the proposal and everything. Oh, she was like, oh. Our wife said no to both the threesome and the, oh, uh, the uh, Secret Santas. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. They're going to have a party here for all the Secret Santa people. Are we allowed to go to the party? Yes, because it's a holiday party that also has Secret Santa. We're, we're, the party's like uh, optional, too. We I can think we have party. to bring potluck to eat. Oh, okay. Well, if we're gonna be able to eat, you can bring food. I can bring hamburger helper. That'd be great. Oh yeah, wow. I was gonna bring Kraft macaroni and not cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> deep callback for anyone still with us. Oh, you know, if you yeah. missed any of that, we're gonna have a video of our of our joking off session up on uh, our Facebook page <laughs> eventually. It's not what it sounds like. <laughs> well, I think we've started something here. First, it's just three of us, but it will grow and grow and grow, and eventually, no more secrets. Anti secret Santa. Santa coalition. Yeah. Oh, wow. Join us. The ASS Coalition. (laughs) (laughs) We're against against Christmas and fun. Uh, We're going to be visited by three ghosts. (laughs) And they're all going to be (laughs) D-bags. It's time to drop the puck for Hogs Talk on the Morning X. Powered by Martin Exteriors. Voted Rockford's best roofing contractor three years in a row. Ah, now four years in a row, actually, for Martin. So nice. congratulations to them. And Time to update the read. That's right. Thanks to <laughs> thanks to them for sponsoring Hogs Talk for us, uh, of course. And uh, yeah, Mike Peck uh, here from the Rockford Ice Hogs organization. Oh, way to get your Canadian on. That's right. Hey? Yeah. That's how you say it when Mike's here. You say organization. Yeah. But uh, you're here, and no game at home this weekend. No, they. Speaking of Canada, that's where the uh, the boys are at right now. Actually, both the Ice Hogs and the Blackhawks are in Winnipeg as we speak. Did they take the same bus? Uh, <laughs> no, they took two buses. Okay, two buses. Now the Hawks were in Detroit last night and uh, went to Winnipeg because they play in Winnipeg tomorrow. The Ice Hogs are uh, playing in Winnipeg tonight and Sunday. So. Do they hang out like together the team? When, uh, when probably not too much. Maybe some of the uh, some of the uh, you know hockey ops guys will hang out a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, it's, like after you, right? the game, I trade notes, you know, <laughs> or beers. Yeah. One of the two. I don't know. Something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's it's uh, weird when there's not a game. I know. It's weird. Like like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, we got one of these stretches. It, it's only like one week on the road, and then we're back next week. But it feels like forever. 
Yeah. Well, it's like two weeks because you got to go all next week before they have a game. Yeah. It's Friday. Next Friday. Friday, Saturday. So. Another, by the way, our fourth straight WXRX two buck beer night. Ah, yes. Excellent. People yeah. like that. Yeah. But there's not one tonight. No. So it can't be the fourth you can, straight. You can still drink beer, but um, <laughs> you, you have to go to the store and buy it. Yeah, you, you can't, can't go to the BMO for that yeah. tonight. Can't go right? hang outside. Yeah. Drink uh, a beer. Yeah, well, yeah, we got one uh, next week and, and the 15th as well. Yes, yes, the next two Fridays. Not tonight, yeah. not tonight. <laughs> and Teddy Bear Toss next week, too, by the way. Oh, very cool. Oh, one of the best nights of the year. Yes. I still have a video from, like, 2018, when I around when I first started here, of myself diving into the giant pile of <laughs> yes, teddy bears. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's super fun. And if you watch that video, you're like, holy crap. Kev got fat since then. Oh. Like I, I weigh, I weigh like 180 pounds in that video. It's ridiculous. You didn't even sink to the floor. <laughs> this time you will. No. Um, well, we were talking. Since there's no game to talk about, we could talk hockey stuff, right? Just like nonsense. Um, we got, we got. Um, we were talking Wayne Gretzky. Being yes. the greatest of all time, and how there's nobody even next to him, like nobody even like within that ballpark. What about potentially? Because you hear a lot about this about this Bedard kid. Yeah, do you think he has the potential to be the next oh, that? Man. I mean, it's gonna be a while. But. Uh, yeah, I. It's it's hard when somebody gets labeled that, right? Like the comparison. Again, and who am I? I'm nobody. But the comparison I like to use is like hope for like Patrick Kane, Barr. Because Patrick Kane was one of the best, if not the best player in the league for, for a bunch of years, right? Good. Yeah. You know? Uh, Connor McDavid is another one who's right now the best player in the league. Like, that that should be right now, okay, let's, let's hope he can get to that level. And if he gets bigger than that, then great. But, like, to say Wayne Gretzky, I mean, that's, that's silly. It was a different time, too, when Gretzky played. Yeah. It's a high bar. But, yeah, okay, I, and you say that, Matt, it, it was a different time when he played. But that doesn't take away what he did. No, no, he's amazing. He's you the can't just ever. be like, well, the goalies were naked back then. You <laughs> <laughs> know, there was a time when goalies didn't even wear a mask. Can you imagine that? No, People firing pucks at you. With that though, the sticks were not curved, and there was no slap shot. It's when they started doing slap shots. Okay, is when they started. Wearing the mask. Yeah, so they, it's like, okay, this puck's coming a lot harder now. They used to have to kick the puck in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Bedard's only eight, 18 years old. 18. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Just was, how talented this kid is. I was making is. sandwiches at that age, and he's playing in the NHL. You knew how to make a sandwich at 18? I did. Well, I was working at Jimmy John's. Oh, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> well, he also has more time to stack up the stats like LeBron started when he was it's right true. out of high school. Yep. So. I mean, Gretzky, I, th- I think Gretzky was, was maybe 20 when he broke into the NHL. Uh, actually, there was a, a competing league called the the World Hockey League, hmm. World Hockey Association. So he played a year in that before playing in the NHL. That's like the uh, XFL, kind of, <laughs> or the WCW. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there he is, like the WCW. Yes, a lot of the Hogs players too are like in their twenty, like early early twenties. Yeah, well, like Isaac Phillips feels like he's been in Rockford forever. He's twenty one, twenty one years old. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's in Chicago now, but yeah, yeah, he just got called up. Yeah, well, congrats to him. Yeah. Well, then look, just saying somebody's the next whatever, it doesn't do anything because there was a time when they thought I would be the next Tom Hanks, and, <laughs> and now I'm in Rockford Radio. So you can see the trajectory can change <laughs> over time. That? And a shout out to your mom for thinking that. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Very kind of her. Yeah, you're on to me. Yeah, that's, that's exactly who used to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, where were you the next of? Uh, I wasn't the uh, next anything. 
<laughs> yeah, it's Matt Hall. They say he's the next nothing. The yeah. next nothing. Yeah, it's something. No, it's not really anything. Oh, I'm Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. So what's what's in the future for for the Hogs as far as uh, promotions go? What, what's the special nights coming up here? Well, uh, we talked. Well, first off, the team's been playing awesome. But, uh, points in six straight games, yeah. second place, one point out of first place. So the team's been playing really well, uh, despite a couple guys being being recalled to Chicago. Um, but yeah, next Friday night we got the two dollar beers. On Saturday we got Teddy Bear Toss in our first of three artist hats. So we have three local artists that design hats for us this year, and we're going to give our first one out next Friday, uh, next Saturday. It's like like ball caps. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yep. cool, cool. That's yeah, awesome. they're pretty sweet. So if you go on our website, there's a whole page on on the artists and their designs and whatnot, and they're three distinctly different. Hats like the the first one, uh, it, Matt Tallman is the one who, who who did the first hat, and it's like a if the Ice Hogs logo would have been designed back in the '60s and '70s. That's what that's basically oh, what he did. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's 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 a really cool logo. So that'll be on the hat next next Saturday. That reminds me, I need to stop by the team store because I, I need to up, upgrade. I have an Ice Hogs winter hat. Yeah, that's just uh, it's seen better days. <laughs> I've had it for several years. A lot now. of cold days that hat's been through, huh? Yeah, and a lot of like I didn't have anything to wipe my nose with, and it was in the car, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kevin, it's the newly renovated team store with all sorts of merchandise that you can get. Wow, where, thank you, Matt. Where, Thanks for bringing that up. Where in the stadium is that located? Why it's just off the concourse in section one hundred six. <laughs> Cool. Uh, he can... did that without a script, by the way. <laughs> yeah, very good. And we have Blackhawks merchandise, too. Yes. And, and the store is open uh, Monday through Friday right now, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So you can go in there when there's not a game? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just during the holiday shopping season, you know? I think Get... you have to go through the box office first to let you in, No, right? you can enter through the Chestnut and oh. Church Street entrance. I know where that is. If you're going to stuff the stocking, stuff it with hogs. By the way, can I give a little insider tip to everybody who attends events oh, at please. the Emo Center? Use the church and Chestnut Street entrance. Yeah. Nobody uses that entrance anymore. They don't think they're allowed to? or I don't know. <laughs> unless you really like waiting, and I cannot figure this out, unless you really like waiting in lines, go to that entrance, because I'm not going to guarantee you can walk right in, but I will guarantee that line will be way shorter than going through the, the main entrance. It's in the back, because it's in the back. Yeah. And everyone just goes to the front. But like yeah. The secret entrance back it's there. It's like a secret entrance. Uh, That's we, PSA, by the way. We are way over time. We have, to, oh, we, we have to wrap up Hogs Talk here. Thanks to Martin Exteriors, voted Rockford's best roofing contractor now four years in a row. Uh, Mike Peck, where do you get tickets for the game? Uh, you can uh, visit icehogs.com, ticketmaster.com, or uh, you can also call 815-968-5222. That number again. 815-968-5222. Mike Peck, thanks as always. Have a great weekend. We've got something for everyone. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt. What do you think when you hear this? Oh, it's time to play the feud. That's right. <laughs> uh, this is called information you didn't ask for, didn't want, and probably wish you wouldn't know. Okay. There used to be a rule for people who got on the family feud, like contestants. There used to be a rule that in order to be on the family feud, you had to take a certain test. Okay. <laughs> uh, what test do you think it was that people were forced to take if they wanted to be on the family feud? I don't know. Science? No. <laughs> Reading? Math? No, I don't know. I, so it wasn't a test your knowledge test. Okay. Um, think medical. Oh. Uh, I don't know, like a, a health screening. You're being, you're not being quite specific enough. Well, I don't know then. I, I'm asking you to make guesses here. Okay. Come on, comedian. Give me something funny. <laughs> 
Uh, fine. You had to get a colonoscopy before you went up on there the family you go. Code. Joke landed. <laughs> no, but apparently uh, back in the day when Richard Dawson was the host, everyone had to get a herpes test in order to be on the family feud. Because he kissed them all. Yeah, that's right. So they had to get a mouth herpes test, not a other herpes. Just so test. Richard Dawson could make out with him on live TV. Yeah. And if you, I don't know if you failed the test, if they were, if they were just like, you're gone. <laughs> Name something you have growing on your genitals. Herpes. You got to leave. Show me herpes. <laughs> also, how is it allowed that this guy was just going around groping people and making out with him on live TV and no one stopped him? It was like, back in the day, like the rich, charming guy. Yeah. Oh, hey, excuse me, ladies. Right? Now that's gross. Drew Carey could never do that. Oh, no. I mean, he doesn't host the feud, but he couldn't. Well, uh, that's right. He hosts uh, Price is Right. But Um, still, right. Yeah, he can just grab some college student on the Price is Right and be like, come here. Like If Steve Harvey did that, people (laughs) would lose their minds. Steve Harvey could kiss me. Dude, Steve Harvey's awesome. I'd let Steve Harvey kiss me. I argue that he's the greatest game show host out there working today. See, I, I had to convince you of that like two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I... I <laughs> Have you gotten on board? I, I used to think it was Drew, Drew Carey's pretty good, but Steve Harvey's fantastic. As far as anybody who's ever hosted The Feud, oh, you can't beat Steve Harvey. He's Richard, so funny. Richard Dawson was a creep. Oh, I know. I know. That's back in the day when most game show hosts were creeps. You had, that was a requirement. <laughs> Like, you didn't want to win because he'd come over and talk to you. Oh, God, here he comes. By the way, to be on the Family Feud, gonorrhea, totally acceptable. (laughs) Yo, that's Chisel. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X. Matt, signing some autographs these days. Matt's getting famous. Super famous. Being out there on the Ice Hogs ice on camera, up on the big screen at the Ice Hogs games. Yeah, I'm still learning that. And uh, people are wanting to get pictures and autographs with you? No, 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 they don't. Uh, it's uh, Michelle is who they want the pictures with. Okay, so your partner on the ice, Michelle. A lot of times people will come up and ask for a picture, and then they always ask me to hold the camera. Ah. <laughs> you think for a second they're going to say, will you sign my... They're like, will you snap my picture, please? They literally yeah. go up to Michelle, and they're like, I saw you on the TV. And then and then, <laughs> and then they give their camera to me, and they go, would you mind? And I'm like, no, no, that's fine. There you go. And then yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I'm also on a highly rated show. And they're like, we don't want your picture. Yeah. <laughs> so no autographs, huh? No autographs for me, although what? I am trying to make friends with the uh, Ice Hawks players. Oh, you are? Yeah. So like, you, you, like, you, like, you just want to make friends with one player? My goal for the end of the season is to make friends with one guy back there. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and how's it going? It's so not far? going well. Like, I, I'm afraid to approach them because before the game, they're like getting ready. They're doing their stretches. They got their earbuds in. Well, who have you tried to make friends with? Well, uh, recently, okay, so they're getting ready to come out of the tunnel, right, for introduction. Sure. And I see the goalie, Camesso, and he he's ready to go. So I walk up to him, I'm like, hey, man, uh, have a great game. <laughs> I didn't know, know what to say. You said, hey, man? Yeah, I was like, hey, man, go go out there and, and kick uh, some ass tonight. Boy. And he goes, thanks, bud. And then he we fist bumped, Kevin. Uh, he called you bud. I know. Oh, he that's know. the worst. You know what? I'm not I'm not a kid on my way to my first day of kindergarten. Don't call me bud. You know, but I didn't know what to say to him. I was like, hey, go out there and, and stop stop the pucks from going into the net. Like you're supposed to. Did you give him a pat on the butt and say good game after? No, I didn't. That's the key. That's I, how you get in with the sports guys. You know, I just I didn't know what to do. Like I feel like <laughs> does he want me bothering him? He, he's trying to concentrate. You think he wants to hang out with you after the game? Like that kind of thing. You want to like go over like cross the street and have a drink with Camesso? 
I would love to have a drink with Camesso. Are you kidding me? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Probably drink you under the table he and might, body slam you. He might only be 21. He might not be 21 yet. I don't know. He's, they're all pretty young. Can you think you relate to a 21-year-old guy? No, I couldn't. Yeah, that'd be tough. I'm, I'm 20 years older than all the players. <laughs> so, like, I'm just some old guy. So, to them, you're a 40-year-old guy yeah. going, want to come on, want to hang out? <laughs> Here's a fist bump for you there, bud. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just want to make friends with one of them. <laughs> just so I can say, hey, we're buds, you know? Well, good luck with that. I hope it works out. Well, I know you need some friends. Well, I've already okay, so I've I've started the inroads with this guy. So next time I see him back there, I'm gonna try to like say what what can I say to him next time? What should I say? Uh, like, well, how about good game last time? Good game last time, man. Any any uh, you know, should try to give him some tips. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I'm sure that's what he like. Want. You know what you need to do? Like I see that they're coming in from the left side. You you really got to be down on it a little more. Whatever they say, you know, f- figure out some hockey terms and just spit them out at him. You just see what he says. Yeah. You know, you know, people come up to comedians and they're like, you know what you should do in one of your little skits? Do the equivalent of that for a hockey player. Listen, here's what I think you should be doing out there. Yeah. He's like, dude, I have a contract with the Blackhawks. Get out of my face. Exactly the correct response. <laughs> it's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. Uh, it's Kevin and Matt. We're here. And uh, Gary Hill is here. What's up, Gary? Let's pull that forward. Yeah, there you go. Hi there. How you doing? Gary Hill, local author. Oh, sorry. Hey. I was supposed to say hey. <laughs> <laughs> local author, local publisher. Of course, uh, it's Music Street Journal. Yes. I said it right. Good. And uh, also, uh, uh, Tales of Wonder and Dread. Uh, yes. Uh, compilations of uh, short, short horror stories and uh, horror horror uh, fiction, horror poetry even, I think I've seen it. Yeah. Them. In uh, fact, uh, one of the new ones, I've actually got some haikus in there. Horror haikus. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I, I think uh, one of the horrors of haikus is being made to write them in school. <laughs> yeah. Well, they weren't any fun in school, but they're fun when you don't have to do them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make up a haiku right now, Matt? Uh, what is it? Five, seven, five? five seven, yeah. five. I, on the spot? No, I'm not that smart. I can't do that. <laughs> I think that was a haiku. <laughs> All right. I think you did it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you are here because uh, Horrifying Holidays 2 has uh, come out. It came out on Friday. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Horrifying Holidays 2. Now, this is a compilation of holiday-related scary stories. Right. And poetry. And poetry. And poetry. Yeah. So, in my haikus, also Frank Kaufman has three poems in there. Um, and we've got... Oh, there's also a nonfiction piece, uh, which is the skydiving Santa tragedy from Ernie Furr. Oh, no. And uh, that was something that happened in Rockford in the 1960s, where they had a Santa Claus going to parachute into uh, Northtown Mall, and there was a catastrophe, and his helper wound up dying. Oh, no. crashed into some trees by there. Oh, gosh. So Ernie wrote it up. Ernie wrote it up, but he wrote it with like some fictional characters added to sort of make it personalized. Okay, so, so you, you know, protecting private people's names, that kind of thing? Well, no, the actual people that it happened to are all named, but oh, okay. he put okay. some new fictional characters in there, too. Like Titanic. Yeah, yeah. He put some some spectators who didn't really exist. <laughs> Jack and Rose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then a bunch of uh, cool fiction stories. Um yeah, a lot of really neat stuff. All Christmas horror in that one. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you had an idea for a Christmas horror story. Oh, you want me to? <laughs> Which is riffing. All right. Uh, now, okay, keep in mind, this is fiction, people. All right. This is fiction. So a guy <laughs> loses his job on Christmas for 12 Christmases in a row. That's unfortunate. But, you know, 12 being the Christmas theme. Right, sure. Uh, and on the 12th one, he's had enough. So he goes back <laughs> and murders his previous... Uh, employers for firing him. It, 
It sounds like it could be like an action movie almost. Like Maybe. A, like, and Sylvester Stallone has had enough. The 12, you know, murders of Christmas. <laughs> I don't know what I would call it. I don't know. I mean, that's dark and heavy. That's pretty but, dark. But that's horror, man. Like, you can, you can dig into those feelings a little bit. Yeah. I just uh, reviewed a movie. Uh, the review just went up on the Spooky Ventures YouTube channel today called 13 Slays of Christmas. Slays. <laughs> Slays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like a sleigh. Like a sleigh. But like a sleigh. But it's spelled S-L-A-Y. Yeah. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I see what they've done there. Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea for a Christmas horror story. There's a, a cute little village of Christmas creatures, right? And they love Christmas. <laughs> no. <laughs> and one day, a big, grouchy, green monster comes and steals all their Christmas crap. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. What do you think? Uh, I think it's been done. Yeah, but then all the creatures go and kill the monster. That's right. That's the twist. That's how it should end. They go up to that mountain and they take care of business. Starring Jim Carrey. Written by Stephen King. If Stephen King wrote The Grinch, that's the story. That's the story we need to make. That sounds like a Mad Magazine article. Or, you know what? Tarantino retells all kinds of history, right? Why can't Why can't Tarantino redo The Grinch where The Grinch just gets it at the end? Right. I mean, it was no different than Winnie the Pooh movie, though. Blood and Honey. Yes, they did that. Call me The Grinch one more time. <laughs> Say it. Does he look like a Grinch? <laughs> Does he look like a Grinch? <laughs> so, um, what other things have you got out right now, Gary? Because uh, you've put this in my hands too. Sing a song of dread. Oh uh, yeah, that's a music horror collection. Um, so each book has a theme, like a running theme. Yeah, I'm try to. Um, there were a few. There was. One I did in September, that, which was called Tales of Wonder and Dread after the publisher. That's just a collection of science fiction and horror. Sure. Otherwise, otherwise everything's got usually a more specific theme. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, not to brag, but I've been published in Gary's books. I think yep. he just does it because he likes me. I don't think he actually likes my writing. <laughs> no, I do like your writing actually, but I do like you as well. So, so what is this it about helps. then? Uh, what's that? The book. Oh, that it's a, it's a, that's a collection of horror stories. Every one of them has some connection to music, though. So short stories. Yes, all short stories. So the book that my story was featured was called Spooky Berwin. Okay. <laughs> and the one about apocalyptic tales. Right, right. Yeah. But Spooky Berwin, um, a cool fact. Do you know Sven Gulli? Yes. You know how he does Berwin. Well, uh, you sent a copy of Spooky Berwin over to uh, Sven Gulli, and he, he talked about it on the show. Yes. He, yeah, he did. And I've actually, I've published two more, Spooky Berwin 2 and Spooky Berwin 3. I've sent him copies of those, too. <laughs> I see. See um, how I wasn't invited to the sequel and the one after yeah, that? Yeah, hey, you're always invited. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a busy man. I just haven't been, I haven't been writing anything, so that that's why you haven't heard anything from me but uh this is this is really cool uh Hollow, horrifying holidays 2 available right now how do we get our hands on these books uh garyhillauthor.com is probably the best place um because then you can find the links to everything there or you can go to lulu.com slash spotlight slash strange sound or this weekend you can come down to veterans memorial hall because we're doing the put the spooky back into christmas event uh, from 11 to 3. So the, I'll great. have a lot of books there. Yeah, and you got to think about that. You're saying put the spooky back into Christmas. People forget, you know, Christmas Carol. That's a, that's a, mm -hmm. a horror story in its own right. Maybe not the scariest. We were arguing about this off yep. the air. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you know, if you read into the actual text of the book, which I haven't read since seventh grade, <laughs> but uh, it kind of makes me want to pick it back up again. Yeah, Bill yeah. Murray made it seem like it was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not it's, it's not fun uh, when you see a ghost. No. But yeah, the whole <laughs> tradition of uh, spooky stories at Christmas, actually that, is, that was bigger than Halloween because a lot of places didn't celebrate Halloween. So in Europe, uh, spooky Christmas was a big thing. 
and it was here for a long time till maybe a hundred years ago. And so you're doing that uh, this this weekend? Yes. Uh, yeah, putting the spooky back into Christmas. You can do that with Gary Hill. Uh, find more at GaryHillAuthor.com. Yes. And uh, Gary, of course, uh, we'd love to talk to you for hours and hours. We are uh, running out of time here, but uh, we appreciate you always coming by. And we appreciate literacy. <laughs> Yes. I can't push that enough. <laughs> read a book, you know, read something. Even if you have to have your phone, you can get a Kindle app on your phone and get a book on your phone and read it. Uh, whatever you got to do to read. And this is great because this is uh, this is local people, local authors, uh, as uh, as well as a local company as well. So we, we yep. appreciate you dropping by, as always. Always glad to be here. <laughs> and uh, and a friend of the show, by the way. Uh, I don't know if that's officially, maybe it was official last time. But once you're on three times, you're a friend of the show, Gary Hill, uh, friend of the show. Welcome aboard. Proud friend of the show. Well, yeah, you, well, yeah, you haven't been been given the badge for the new same show yet this is this is the oh, new is the oh new yeah show. it's a yeah, new, yeah. new same show new same right. show so welcome aboard and uh gary hill appreciate it and now a moment of genius on the morning x steven tyler has silently broken his silence following the fracture of his larynx in september did you say larynx yeah is that how it's pronounced it's his throat right <laughs> How are you supposed to say it? His larynx. What's it called? It's a larynx. That was a moment of genius on the Morning X. Matt Hall, ladies and gentlemen. Are you sure about that, though? Are you sure it's not larynx? Larynx. L-A-R-Y-N-X. Larynx. 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 Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, congratulations, though. I believe that's your first official moment of genius as a as a full-time member of the Morning X. I so, feel so proud. I Believe me, there are 10 times more of me than there will be of you. <laughs> you you almost never mess up. Uh, well. So, so you, you joined the club, though. So congratulations. Larynx. Yeah. Larynx. Take larynx. <laughs> I think I said yesterday, you know, like that uh, big cat in Egypt, the Sphinx. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got to get to some uh, science stuff. Oh. And now, science shit. All right, so uh, usually we read a bunch of science stories here. Right. Uh, but instead, today we're going to go over your answers that we oh. got of uh, celebrities who are definitely aliens. We put it out there on Facebook. You just found out a celebrity is an alien. Who is it? And we got some uh, responses in on our Facebook page. You can text it in, 815-874-2104. The guy from, on the text line here, Giorgio Sukulos. Yeah, the alien guy. The guy from the ancient aliens, yeah. I love that guy. (laughs) And it, was it aliens? Of course it was. Like, his answer is always aliens, no matter what. I know that because I am one. Because I am one. Pretty much. Has he seen his hair? It's crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if anybody with crazy hair was an alien, you know, there'd be a lot of aliens, but... Uh, so there's got to be celebrities who are aliens. I go with Paul Rudd myself. Uh, like the people who don't age, the people who like never seem to get old and never seem to be affected by the amount of drugs and alcohol over their careers, like Ozzy uh, and uh, the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. They're yeah. still doing it even after all the abuse. I think they're not of uh, this earth. They're not human. Uh, yeah, Paul Rudd, Nick Cage, maybe. Uh, that guy's definitely. Yeah. For sure. Keanu is, has a very young look to him, but... Right, right. He doesn't seem to age either. He may just live a clean life, you know, no drinking or drugs. Right, sure. And that's that's what most of them are probably doing. But uh, Taylor but, Swift? Ah, yes. I mean, you know, makes you've, sense. You've seen her up close. Yeah, well, years and years ago. But still, you've seen her up close, so you know. You know. She looked like a regular person to me when I saw her. If you took what she looks like, because she's thin and pale, uh-huh. and then put the big alien head on her... It would make sense. She could be an alien. Yeah, a yeah. thin and thin pale people are definitely ones to look out for. I like this one right here. Nick Cannon because he's trying to populate the planet. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got like He's, 19 kids. He does have quite a few he kids. He has a lot of kids. I'm telling you earlier, our, our, some of our listeners are very funny. That's pretty good. Very funny. That's a good joke. Uh, Brian said, we all thought Zuckerberg was until he tore his ACL training for MMA. Remember <laughs> they were going to box like him and yeah. Elon Musk? Which, by the way, Elon Musk, of course. I'm telling you. Okay, so Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk look like aliens wearing human skin to me. <laughs> it's not, it's not, you're not very far off. They you know, really do. Like Edgar from Men in Black. was like, please don't do that. <laughs> like, Give me some sugar water. Some sugar water. Yes. Like, that's what, I feel like Zuckerberg's going to be like, sugar, please, no. You don't matter. As a matter of fact, pretty soon you won't even be matter. Be like, Mark, your skin's falling off. <laughs> oh, uh, how about now? I own Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that, Jim Carrey? Yeah, the stuff he can do with his face. Like, he's, he's too wild, though. Like, you know, like, he's... If you were trying to... Like, obvious. If you were trying to stay low-key, keep it on the DL that you're an alien, you wouldn't act like Jim Carrey. No. Yeah. But he could be an alien. Makes sense. What celebrity do you think is definitely an alien? 815-874-2104. Someone says Kesha and Cardi B are definitely aliens and Cher is their leader. Ha! <laughs> I, I believe all of that. That sounds right. It's the Morning X with Kevin and Matt. Celebrity stories today. Did you meet a celebrity? Were they cool? I'm trying to think if I... I've met celebrities before. I never really hung out with one. Did you ever meet like your favorite wrestler? You know what? No, I've always wanted to meet a professional wrestler, and I've never met one. I think you did. Right here in this studio. Oh, I'm sorry. Gorgeous George, yes. Yeah, yeah. And you were starstruck, my friend. Well, I mean, I remember <laughs> seeing her with the macho man. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I had chicken wings with Daniel Tosh at a Chili's. With him? He just, yeah, with him. Or was he in the same restaurant you no, were at? No, no, no. you hear stories about it. Some people say, I met John whoever. And in like, college, Kevin. As you know, we are both of uh, stand-up comedians, you know. Oh, you, I, you and I, I think uh, I remember that. Yeah. I've been doing my stand-up, my little routine, as people say. Your little skits? <laughs> I've been doing my little skits since I was 20. And back in the day, uh, Daniel Tosh, he would come and, you know, they play colleges. Yeah. So I, I got to be the, uh, through the student council or whatever, union thingy, I got to be like the opening act. And then afterwards, we went to Chili's. <laughs> we ate chicken fingers. And was he cool? He was all right. Actually, no, he wasn't. He was a dick. <laughs> he, <laughs> I've heard that about him. Uh, he, uh, he just was checking his tennis scores. Like he, for some, Wimbledon was on or something. And I don't know if he was gambling on it or what, but he was on his phone looking at tennis scores. Look, you can't interrupt a rich white guy in his tennis scores. He was really interested in, in his tennis scores. You can't do <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got, got a few responses here. My son on, on Facebook here. My son meant Rizzo. He was the best. Oh, Rizzo. Anthony yeah. Rizzo, the cool. Cubs player. I bet, you know, Anthony Rizzo seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray. Said, oh, I heard he's a jerk. We'll see. Now, I've heard he's really cool to fans, but just a jerk to work with. See, like, like if you meet him as a fan, he'll be the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. But if you have to, like, be in a movie with him, it's a nightmare, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they said he was totally laid back and cool. Okay. This person has met all of the celebrities. All of them? <laughs> Brian Urlacher, Tony Romo, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. Oh, both Corey's. Wow, Linda both Blair. Corey's. Oh, they were all nice. Scotty Pippen, Derek Jeter, and A-Rod, uh, they weren't. <laughs> I heard Scotty Pippen is is a jerk, too. <laughs> he doesn't seem like a guy that just wants to be around people. He you seems know? like, leave me alone. Yeah. He has a leave me alone face, too. Like, just leave me alone. Yeah, if I was uh, number two to Jordan, I'd want you to leave me alone, too. You know what? He should be thanking Jordan for everything. <laughs> LeBron James and Mo Williams slapped my hand at a game. Cool. And Deuce McAllister was the best. He let me wear a Super Bowl ring. That's a lot of sports people. Where is he meeting all these sports guys at? Uh, and same person. Seven Dust was crazy. Partying with them and Lucky Boys Confusion. Used to do house parties before they blew up cool guys. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Greg says, met Matt and Kev. <laughs> We're not celebrities. I met Kevin Liu. Uh, oh, there you go. From WXRX. Very cool. See, we were cool. It makes me laugh when radio DJs in this town think they're celebrities. It's like, take it easy, dude. You're broadcasting from a Casey's gas station, all right? <laughs> Nobody cares. We are, you know how there's A-list celebrities? We, yeah. are, we are F-list. We're not even on TV. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt. Weekdays 6 to 10 on 104.9 The X.